Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. It doesn't take long these days to typically get a read on a person's spiritual health and background. Just entering into a casual conversation with a stranger can reveal so much about them. Tragically, much of society has adopted vulgarities as staples in their speech. Even innocent discussions about the most genteel of topics can lead to a startling barrage of profanity or crass words that just darken the conversation. Paul sent Titus to bring order to the churches on the island of Crete. He followed up Titus' arrival with a letter in which he directed the young men in Titus 2.8. Sound speech that cannot be contemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Paul told the young men through Titus to use sound speech. The word sound here means healthy or true in doctrine. The young people in the island church trying to win others to Christ needed to only use sound or healthy speech. He knew that the success they would have would largely be due to the words they used. If their words were the same as all the rest of the heathen islanders, there would be no motivation for them to change. When I was young, I remember folks in conversation with my dad stopping mid-sentence after letting a swear word fly and apologizing to him. I'm sorry, Reverend, they would embarrassingly say. I could tell in my youth that they were truly repentant and shamed for speaking like that in the presence of a preacher. These days, it seems like when someone learns they're speaking to someone in the ministry, they emphasize the foul language. No longer is there a sense of shame. Now it's a blatant declaration of entitlement. I can talk however I want and you can't stop me, they blather. In our verse, the use of sound speech was to give the church youth opportunities to testify of their faith in Christ. As they spoke of the love for him and dedication to him and his cause, there would frequently be those who felt ashamed at their own empty lives. By speaking in a careful, uplifting, and godly manner, even the lost world senses the difference and has the opportunity to respond to such demeanor. Ultimately, Paul tells them that they needed to maintain a good testimony in their community, having no evil thing to say of you. In a world devoted to doing their own thing and living with no restraints, the young people in the youth group of the church and Crete must have had quite an impact. What kind of speech are you known for? Even if vulgar profanities don't come across your lips, is your speech healthy? Does it reflect Christ? One of the issues that God frequently urged Paul to address was that of loving each other. The church members tended to be selfish and independent. In order for them to have the kind of impact for Christ that was needed, they would have to grow closer together and truly love each other. Such affection would be identified in their speech. As they spoke among each other and outside of the group, it was quickly obvious what their true feelings were toward the group. Healthy speech promoted unity while critical speech brought division and a lack of spiritual effectiveness. So let's be careful to monitor our speech. Keep it healthy. God bless you today. I love you.